News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Europe has been experiencing a major heat wave to start the year, which has seen a number of January temperature records broken around the continent. Cities from Berlin to Warsaw have experienced their warmest ever start to the month. And Cara Augustenberg, Professor of Environmental Policy at University College Dublin and a member of the Climate Advisory Council, joins us now. These are extraordinary figures. Uh, 20 degrees. I mean, whatever about the south of Spain seeing warm things we're seeing this in Poland and places Cara what does it mean? Yeah I I think when you hear climatologists using words like totally insane and absolute madness and saying that this is the most extreme event ever seen in European climatology you know you should be paying attention this is this is really an unprecedented heat wave and and it has uh, implications in terms of food production I mean our own farmers here know that a, a good frost is really important when it comes to pest control it has implications when it comes to water supply later on in the year and the importance of snow melt and obviously it has shorter term consequences with respect to the the skiing season and and tourism in places like the Alps. It's been, and I I don't mean to try and put a positive spin in it because I'm sure it is deeply worrying, but it has been, I I suppose, a a benefit in terms of the energy crisis because most of us aren't using our heat to the extent that we thought we we might have and certainly that would be true with the rest of of Europe. But is it indicative of a trend that will mean significant issues for for Europe going forward, things like, I don't know, torrential rain, landslides, uh, migration patterns, all of that. Like, like how, how imminent is the fallout from this, I suppose, spike in temperatures? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we forget that this is actually part of a, a whole year of climate breakdown around the world. In, in 2022, we saw uh, floods in Pakistan in June affecting 7 million people. We saw a heat wave in, in the UK and the EU last summer that cost us 20 billion uh, euro and, and led to 20,000 excess deaths over the summer. We saw droughts in East Africa, floods in West Africa, uh, Hurricane Ian in, in the US and Cuba, which cost $100 billion in damage. So, so this is part Part of a, a much bigger system that shows that when we thicken our atmosphere with chemicals like carbon dioxide and, and methane, we put more energy in the system and we create the conditions for this kind of extreme weather. So this is the kind of thing that the climatologists predicted would happen if we didn't address emissions and it is certainly coming to fruition okay. now. And have we ever seen things like 19 and 20 degrees in Eastern Europe in January before? Uh, it's the intensity of this heat wave in the winter and also the extent. I think the yeah. fact that it spreads all the way from Russia all the way down to France, it really is uh, far more wide-reaching than, than what climatologists have seen in the past. And it's much more in line with the kind of extreme weather that we have seen in the U.S. in recent years with respect to their own heat waves and, and, and yeah. other extreme weather. So more and more we're seeing policymakers saying that we need to really talk about how do we adapt to this new normal that we've never seen before okay. uh, and at the same time try and reduce emissions uh, to, to try and stop the Cara, worst impacts. From can I ask you a last question before I let you go on a slightly unrelated matter but just uh, I've seen reports today in the uh, Irish Independent that uh, officials uh, um, and people involved in waste management are calling for the ban on, on um, landfill and incinerators to be lifted. Landfill that we need more of them, incinerators that we need more of them. We simply are running out of space for our waste and for our rubbish. What do you say to that? 
Well, the EPA flagged this a couple of years ago, actually, that, that our recycling rates are down, our packaging waste is up, maybe as a result of COVID and, and more online shopping, and, and we are becoming too reliant, actually, on incinerators. We certainly shouldn't be burying waste. It's, it's crazy when land is in short supply as it is, uh, and we certainly shouldn't be burning waste. We need to be thinking about moving to this idea of zero waste and this circular economy where the waste from, from one industry becomes a, a product. And that's the, the idea, and I, and I wouldn't argue in that. Uh, you're absolutely right, but but the, but we do have waste and we're running out of places to put it. If we, if we can't have landfill and we can't mm-hmm. have incineration, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a real obstacle in terms of education on recycling. There's no reason why our recycling rates should be going down at this stage. We've created more and more opportunities for people to recycle okay. and now we can recycle our soft plastics. So we need to roll out those measures to move to that All circular right. economy as quickly as possible. Okay, look, thank you for speaking to us this morning. That is Cara Augustenberg there, Professor of Environmental Policy at University College Dublin, a member of the Climate Advisory Council. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.